Hello, Big Black Clockers. And for the new listeners, welcome to the Big Black Fun. I'm your host this week, Kevin, joined by Carl. What's up? How are you doing this week? Really good. Really, really good. Your beer matches your shirt. Yeah, I have a red beer with a red shirt. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and we're cool, joined cool by story, man. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> this guy knows. <laughs> <laughs> you got a red shirt and red beer. What's that about? <laughs> Quite, with the tough questions, <laughs> makes me it makes me think of the SNL sketch when Andy Samberg uh, impersonates Mark Wahlberg and goes, "Hey, I'm Mark Wahlberg, your goat. What's that about? Say how you bother for me." <laughs> hey, how Mark you doing? Wahlberg talking animals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> your goat. What's that about? <laughs> What's uh, up? I'm Mark Wahlberg. I produce Entourage. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Say how you bother for me. <laughs> you know, Andy Samberg is the best. Oh, he's fucking. And then Mark Wahlberg goes on the show. Because I see that impersonation you do with me. He goes, oh yeah. He goes, makes me want to rip your big nose off. <laughs> it is big and beautiful. <laughs> but then somebody else passes by and goes, hey, uh, whatever, I'm whatever. Wahlberg. I'm Mark Wahlberg. How's hey, it going? Hey, Cecily Strong, yeah. Mark Wahlberg. Nice to see you. Say hi to your mother for me. Say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> he goes, what? <laughs> uh, All right. And joined by Dima, how are you doing this week? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, good weather. Uh, you know, Montreal's opening up. Uh, Montreal Canadians are knocking wood. Have achieved uh, more are they about than I've to, ever is, seen. Is the next like the Stanley Cup if they win this series? Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's it. So why is it only? It's only two series before the Stanley Cup. No, it's a, this is a, this is the third one. So who was after Toronto? Uh, Winnipeg, Montreal. Oh, Montreal true, cruised oh, past them four zero. Okay, okay, I, I forgot Winnipeg. Okay, you're right. and and uh, tonight, I remember Toronto. Everybody does. Like, think of this. This <laughs> is just a quick interesting statistic. Like, I this is about a city. This is the highest. Uh, the the furthest they've ever gotten since ninety three yeah when ninety three when they won the cup and I remember yeah you, that, was, that was your lifetime eh? holy shit I mean to be honest to be honest in my lifetime it is the highest achievement since I started following hockey I haven't was I wasn't following hockey in ninety yeah. three if they go to the uh, Stanley final here in downtown the Montreal Stanley final. the Stanley final <laughs> Stanley cup <laughs> the Stanley Bowl <laughs> the, the, the <laughs> super Stanley <laughs> the super Stanley championship super Stanley championship. high five <laughs> <laughs> high five two point oh. super so, yeah, high party if they go uh, to the well, cup well, final well, We'll Actually have a riot downtown time. Montreal, I'm sure. The what? We have a, a we'll have a riot downtown Montreal. Oh yeah. Well, wait, look if they can get around the. Cones. But think think of this, guys. Today, <laughs> today we're taping this on Saint Jean, which is a public holiday in Quebec. Yeah. Montreal is back to play tonight against uh, yeah, Vegas in June, Quebec. June, June 24. Against Vegas today in Quebec, on a holiday. And if they win the tonight's game, they're going to the Stanley Cup final. Like, can yeah, the stars yeah. align more? I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. To that, tonight, like I think, yeah. regardless of whatever they win or lose, can you feel people are going to burn some traffic lights in the air? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man. boy! So we're gonna take a we're the, yeah. So we're not talking about hockey this episode, but that, that's that's interesting. We'll see. We'll see how they. Hopefully, they win and they. What's the brand that the uh, the watch brand that was started by a hockey player? Nor Kang. By some, straight. Some uh, straight. Yeah, something. He was yeah. on Montreal. He was a Montreal Canadian. Yeah. Oh damn! And uh, for Brightling, full circle. Brightling owner, <laughs> someone who was an owner of Brightling ended up starting that brand. Anyway, this week's episode, we're going to be pairing some car configurations with some watches. Hopefully, what? Curls like, yes. <laughs> Hopefully, this okay, will. You have to hide your erection. Uh, this is, uh, <laughs> no, no, this is inappropriate. <laughs> I have a raging boner. Uh, Hopefully. Mean, you call that little thing raging? <laughs> it's, it's, it's slightly it's angry. The, it's angry. a mighty tic-tac. <laughs> Hopefully this will fuel your interest in the cars as well as watches. Well, we did something similar in the early episodes, right? 
Yeah, we did one where we chose one car, one watch there, and it was ridiculous. Yeah. I had a caterer with like a Vacheron <laughs> Constante. Yeah, <laughs> it was nice. It was. It was I think it was <laughs> a fun exercise. We had a budget though, right? That was the. That yeah, was we the had a budget. We had. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a fun exercise. I think so. Th- this week we're doing car configuration. We have three cars, but two of those three are the same for all of us. Yeah, right? we'll get into that in a minute. We, we'll, we'll drive the conversation. <sighs> and then, but let's before we do this, let's jump into a quick wrist check. What are you wearing there, Dima? Oh, uh, I'm wearing Fitbit. my new. Uh, Seiko SPB 143. <laughs> the 63 miles? Uh, the, the 63. Actually, no, I'm lying. I'm wearing my 60. I'm wearing my uh, Marine Master. Uh, uh, also, the Irimoto. Irimoto. So, what is the model? I, I actually bought a watch from uh, Kevin. It's the SBDC 133. And I'm wearing the SBDC Baby Marine Master. Uh, so, this is uh, the 100. It's MM300. MM200, right? They call it. Yeah, the, it's the, the limited um, edition SBDC 133, this 140th anniversary um, Seiko. So this limited one Limited edition is to how many pieces? 6,000. It's very limited. No, <laughs> sorry, Seven billion, 6, Seven billion pieces. Yeah. <laughs> Limitations. Is it 6,000? Um, <clears throat> but anyway, what's cool about this one, this is the one that we've talked about it in the past with the releases about the uh, Irimoto. It's based on the mountains in Japan. Uh, Anyway, it's 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 fantastic. Size-wise, it's 42, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. This is like FSKX had a premium brother. This is this is it. I know it's more it's compared like the to the MM300, Marine Master. Exactly. It's the Marine Master, yeah. but like more every day. But less it has the same shrink down. Shrink down. I, it's a, it has the crown at four o'clock, right? Yep. And uh, like the, the finishing is fantastic. Oh, yeah, the fantastic. dial is green, but it's like a bit sunburst, but it's like dark sunbursts. It's yeah. it's just it's gorgeous. Everything about it is fantastic. I, Check it out on our Instagram. I, mean, I yeah, I I really really like it. I, I I'm in love with my SPB one forty three, and it's still been sitting on my wrist like almost exclusively. Absolutely. Uh, but I I, I got to say I I almost I, I think I like this one as much as I like the. Uh, it's it's dressier a little bit than the the, the, the sixty two miles. Maybe yeah. to be yeah. yeah, it is a yeah. little bit like you see. It's, the, yeah, it's a little yeah. bit dressier. Yeah. It's a little bit dressier. We can talk about it later. But yeah, it, a, it has all the shiny parts. But I do like my, the SPB one forty three about it. The fact that it's a lot of a lot of sides of it are matte finish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So this it's more durable. Polished. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. more durable, more yep. versatile that way. Meaning like it's more scratch prone. Or resistant. Sorry, more scratch yep. resistant. Anyways, I, this is a fantastic watch, uh, Carlito. What do you, you have today, uh, check. on your wrist today? Carl F. Bookerer, chronograph from the 70s. What's the reference? 956. Is this the no. Carl F. Bookerer or What'd just Bookerer? 956. There were four numbers always before. <laughs> no? Wait, the first really? one is zero. Zero nine five six. Try to find uh, is this a, a Bookerer or Carl F. Bookerer? It's like, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's the ninety six fifty one Bookerer. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I remember I've been putting the wrist checks in. The I, uh, I the the crown looks really good on that uh, Bookerer. Yeah, yeah. What so, brand is that? So uh, the the crown is an Omega crown. Uh, oh yeah, okay. it's a Lemania eighteen seventy three. Uh, the movement in it. Uh, so yeah, on the dial it's just said Bucker. Uh, back then they didn't went with the full Carl F. Bucker. They couldn't write in a smaller font, and the, <laughs> yeah. the, the full thing doesn't fit. So. Yeah, exactly. And it's really hard to see because the dial has a really nice um, grayish patina, uh, green grayish, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah, no. Since the last service, everything's working 100% on it. I'm really, really happy with it. Um, now the loom is working as well. <laughs> Very they, good. Huh? They repainted the the hands at the last service, right? So the only non-original parts on that whole watch are uh, the ends and the crown. Uh, the whole movement is uh, as original as it can be. The case is original finish. Some scratches, but nothing crazy. 
and um, which is what you want. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's like this watch is like fifty years old now, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's like my age. <laughs> yeah, you, you old fart. <laughs> Where did that come from, old fart? Like, why well, fart? I, I was about to say, f- but uh, you know, <laughs> you but that would have been non PG, right? Because we're a PG podcast, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so you don't want to say, f- uh, why are you calling someone an old fart? Like, yeah, you call him an old, it's a little bit more appropriate. So many beeps in the last 30 seconds, <laughs> yeah. Um, like old fart. yeah. So, no, everything is uh, pretty all right. I, I, I think I'm gonna change the, um, the bends on it, it's like a um, Old school style of uh, leather bands. What, what, what do you have in mind? But you know what? In the summer, like, see what you have there is a little bit suede. Yeah. We can give you the same style. What is it the lug width? 20? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll lend you one. I have the same one, yeah. but not suede. So it'll mm. be like a smooth brown leather. It's yeah. probably better for the summer. Uh, Dima had a, a good uh, idea last time, too. Uh, I, I, I only have good ideas. What are you talking about? At uh, the bands with the stitching, either like red or blue, because on the sub um, subdial for the uh, minutes, there's a blue marker yeah, 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 for the yeah, first yeah, five. That's because, that's because of the Russian flag. Don't don't he's trying to <laughs> convert you secretly. Insemination. Be, yeah, next thing you know, you're gonna wake up in Minsk. <laughs> in Minsk? What am I what is this like a friends episode? Are you Hank Azaria? Are you going to Minsk? <laughs> no, exactly. He's gonna wake up somewhere. Usually know. it's a bathtub with the kidney missing. <laughs> wow. Oh wait, That's Tijuana. <laughs> Playing a long game, like friends for years. Tijuana for Minsk. <laughs> Where'd you get that Daytona? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I am wearing a Seiko SKX009 with a gray NATO, the one, the J. I got the J1. So that's the Japanese version. But get them while you can, guys, because they're only going up in price. And when they run out, everyone's going to want one. Get one in your collection. I have the S, the 007 of the 009. Very happy with them. So to the task at hand, guys. Two cars that we each customized, and then we paired with a watch and why. And to finish it off, we each selected one car of our choice individually and then paired that with a watch. So the first shared car that we had was an Aston Martin Vantage. Uh, the new Vantage, replacing the last run from 2005, uh, has been on the market since 2017. So you can read articles where, where that actually write Aston Martin just replaced the most successful model in their company's history with a car straight out of a Bond movie. A highly customizable British sports car, Carl, brought this idea to the table. And through my research, I realized probably because of his profound love for Mercedes. <laughs> the Vantage <laughs> shares the same powertrain used by the Germans. The Aston Martin uses the Mercedes AMG M177, 4-liter twin turbocharged V8 engine that has 503 horsepower, 505, 505 pounds of torque. Jesus. Yeah. And is equipped <laughs> with the Mercedes power? command system. Yeah. So with that, we thought this would be a fun way to steer the conversation. Oh my god! <laughs> is it going to be like a whole episode? <laughs> drive like drive steer. Oh my god! Fuel, <laughs> fuel the conversation. Oh, please. Um, so maybe I'll get us started on this one, and we can go around. Yeah. I will pull up my uh, PDF here that I pulled to of my configuration. <laughs> It is actually, in, <coughs> just, just to add one quick thing, like, yes. this is the only one that I've you seen that actually you can generate a PDF. It's like, yeah. a, you, yeah. you, basically, you basically generate a pamphlet with your own you configuration. You could Mercedes, but I think you have to like sign. Log, log in. Yeah, I did, a, it, I did it, but they won't let you um, print it PDF towards. So I like control P, print screen <laughs> for, for okay. my, uh, uh, my um, German pick. But um, yeah, but the thing with um, Aston Martin is most of the people who are going to configure those things are going to do it at home after hours right because when you have the money to buy that thing like you you're free 
like after nine on the toilet <laughs> on your phone yeah what this 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 <laughs> add to cart <laughs> yeah send to dealer send to dealer and uh, i doubt that if i would buy that thing i would do it online i'll probably go to the dealer and like make yeah, them uh, i'll have them walk around me and like <laughs> yeah. I mean that was part of the deal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, isn't that why you go somewhere in person? Yes. <laughs> that's why that's why I never do my groceries online. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, so okay. yeah, so your um so my configuration. Yeah. So I went, like let's start firstly. There are a few different uh groupings. So I didn't go You should share maybe your PDF with us or something yeah. like that. So it's in your WhatsApp now. So uh, in the in the groupings of what you got, I went with the uh, Roadster. Okay, so convertible. Yes, 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 yes. I went with the China gray finish, twenty inch snowflake wheel, satin black with the yellow brake calipers, yellow painted brake calipers, and I went with a lot of the um, the rear diffusers, the sills. I went with the deck lid. I went with everything with carbon fiber, gloss black. Um, um, I didn't go in any bonnet vents. I didn't want the bonnet vents. I didn't want that like additional. I want it to be a little bit more mm-hmm. uh, subtle. Yep. And my roof color of the cabriolet, which you guys would be like, what the hell? Sandstorm. <laughs> it's funny. So but, it's beige, I think right? you and I picked the same exact color of the the, the uh, body color and also the color of the. Oh no, sorry. I'm looking I at China. I was looking at my own China. one. He went to his own <laughs> one. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait a minute, this looks exactly like mine because it is yours. (laughs) Why did you sign yours, Dimitri? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm very um, stupid. And in in the interior, I really focused on getting the Alcantara. Sorry, is this like, I'm sorry, I gotta say, you chose like the most like lifeless gray. Is this like, you're going to rush out or something? What's going on? Oh, no, I want it to be subtle. Oh, I I like this gray. Because when I saw the, and and, and I'm thinking of the the Aston Martin Vantage. Yep. That oh, no, sorry, I was actually thinking of the the one in the Bond. Yep, I think it was uh, the Vanquish, mm-hmm. and I think he had one that was a very similar color. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a little bit about why I was uh, attracted to this one in particular. Um, but you know, ultimately, in terms of uh, the performance, um, in in terms of this Roadster, um, I'm very happy with um, with. You know the configuration that I that I took. So I went with this this roaster that allowed me to to be. I didn't want to go necessarily with the um, the speed of what it would bring. So I want to go a little bit more refined, and you'll see why I paired it with this specific watch. So I didn't mm. want to go well, with. Well, the, we're not the look at it like with automatic transmission because those cars you can choose, right? Automatic yeah. or manual and stuff like that. You went more of a GT route, Grand Tour, right? That's right. So Sunday cruising, yes. Going to the country club, yes. Right. Um, because all those options are and like convertible, right? Because yes, you're exactly. enjoying the weather and that's stuff That's why like I that. went. So I was mm. like, you know what? I don't want to go with um, uh, the all-out um, road. Uh, I went with the Roadster. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's why that's why I selected this particular one. So the the watch that I I ended up pairing it with, I went with um, I want to go with the British watch as well. But anyway, sorry. One of the configs here, so so just people know. So the top speed, like it's not negligible. You said it's more grand touring, but the top speed we're looking at 190 miles per hour, right? So it's oh, 305 pff. kilometers an hour, 503 brake horsepower, and 3.7 seconds at uh, at um, zero to 60. Yeah. Thing is, though, it's still not as fast as my Caterham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this one you have AC, heated yeah, seats, exactly. <laughs> doors, doors, roof, roof, doors, a roof. <laughs> So anyway, when I went, I was like, I wanted to go with a British brand of watches. And 
I think Dimitri kind of was looking at the same thing initially. Uh, I went with Speak Marine. So a lot of people don't know about Speak Marine. It, it's from someone named Peter Speak. Marine is both the namesake and the founder of, um, of this particular watch brand. It's a bra- watch brand that was born in Essex, England. Essex, and, eh? Uh, They're known for their uh, reality shows. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and he had initially worked at Audemars Piguet. Uh, and he was a watchmaker that ended up going off on his own uh, path. His first wa- wristwatch uh, model in, came out in 2003. They called it the Piccadilly. Um, and it's, but, it's, but the brand, although he, the person is British, is based in Switzerland. So they're, they're characterized by being conservative English style. So I think that's why I went a little bit more subdued. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, when you're saying, Dimitri, that I went with the, the, the gray, you know, pretty basic, almost kind of boring. I mean, what's more British than that? You know, this is definitely not going to be. The, 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 I rely on Robin. Yeah, they go, they're like British racing green. It's or like this, you should like, get like a Vauxhall, Vauxhall something, Astra or something. Vauxhall Astra. <laughs> just like the most Opal. generic. Yeah, exactly. So the watch brand itself, uh, they are they are within the not only the price range, but the watchmaking of that of, um, we'll call it um, high horology. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about perpetual calendars, tourbillons, minute uh, repeaters. Um, they actually have a, a magister vertical double tourbillon. So it's like this 46 millimeter manual wine timepiece and like 18 karat white gold with a 60 second tourbillon, which is incredible. So um, the one that I picked from them is from their uh, art series. And it is a 42 millimeter speak marine. Uh, it's called the rhinoceros. Because there's a rhinoceros on the dial. <laughs> I, I feel like the this they, they first thought of the idea, then put the rhinoceros on the dial. Like it wasn't just like, oh my god, we have a rhinoceros on the dial. We have to call it rhinoceros. <laughs> yeah, but the reason why is that they, yeah, the rhinoceros in itself, it's because they developed it to nine. It's nine pieces that they developed, and it was it's in partnership with a London-based charity called Save the Rhino International. Oh, so it's nine rhinoceros. Yeah, because it's so it's an organization working to ensure that the the. Sp- the, all five species of rhinoceros is thrive in the wild, you know, protecting their habitat, stopping illegal trade, and, you know, involving uh, the experts to come together uh, and the communities to protect the, the wildlife that's around this. And this actually runs off their in-house SMA03 caliber. So it's a first closed dial, small second at the 130, the movement which you discover um, as an integrated micro-rotor. So they're really into the high horology. Um, and... What's crazy is that the bracelet of this watch was created from the lime tree wood, so the Tilia Europa species, with the interior layer in natural cork. The wood is sourced, is 100% FSC forest, which means that the wood comes from responsibly managed forests and meet the highest environmental and social standards. So it's like a real statement watch that way, right? Um, what I also want to share with you guys... Uh, so when they say responsibly managed, is it because they pay their taxes or... No, I think that they they do it in a way that they're 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 ensuring that uh, they're ensuring that they're they're not um, one they're doing it uh, at the right amount of quantities. Mm-hmm. So it's like ensuring that you're not just uh, and you're and you're following certain guidelines that allows them. It's like hunting, right? If you could, if you could go in a free for all, but we we do ethical hunting within our province and allows you to say you can bag X number of deers. Yep. With without threatening the population, it only males, only females, exactly. And stuff like that, right? But anyway, the SMA-03, if you look at it, it's a really beautiful movement. Micro rotor, four bridges, thin ribbing. Um, it's a five-end gold plating ticking at four vibrations per hour. It stores up to 50 hours of power reserve. 
and uh, it's a really wonderful price segment. The watch retails for thirty-one thousand. Okay, I, I was actually expecting more. Yeah. How old is the company in general? Came out two thousand three as well. Okay, so it's relatively it's relatively new. The guy's a high horology. It's you know very English, very yeah. English as a brand. Um, you can see them around. They start to sell on on uh, on. Because um, I was hesitating between this one and Garrick, and we had talked about Garrick. Those like really high horology timepieces, about twelve thousand bucks. They start at four thousand. Uh, Garrick, but uh, I want to speak Marine because I've 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 enjoyed looking at their timepieces for 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 many years. I got to see yeah. a few in person when I was down in Florida. Uh, at a secondhand shop, it's, even the, the the site I was showing you guys now, exquisite typepieces is in Florida. And that's where I I, I went. Uh, huge huge watch community over there, right? They do, and you know where the, what brand is really huge in Florida because I think it's because it's Florida is Ulysse Nardin because it's all about water. People working by the by mm. well, working all the rich people by the owning by, boats. <laughs> they're not working. <laughs> the people that are out, working for them are working. Use the term like <laughs> hanging out water side, right? So they're mm. all like wearing the Ulysse Nardin mm. and and. You know, and and still is the same, you know, scarcity there. You walk into any store and they have wonderful bijoutiers. You know, we have Chateau d'Ivoire here. Over there, imagine there's like one every Corner. block and you go in and none of them have Rolexes. Right? <laughs> so, Julius Nardin are thriving, Panerai's thriving, yeah, but IWC's you're thriving. You're saying that like other people do have Rolexes. I know, I know. And even I was in Spain, I was in Spain not long ago and... Every yeah. shop, I would stop in just to see. No. No. I'm, I mean, sure, I'm sure you go to Switzerland at the Rolex factory and they don't have Rolexes. Knowing what we know. <laughs> go to our stores. Like, <laughs> no, knowing what I know now, every time I would travel and I see a Rolex store, I would go in because if just you... Just to see. But it's because if they have yeah. a sports version of any watch, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's to buy. It's, but you know, money. There's, it's there's, money. There's I'll many, buy two. I don't yeah. like chase it. Man, they won't let you. Yeah, they won't let you buy two. <laughs> Probably not. I don't know. <laughs> you call Kevin. You call me. Yeah, but, we'll we'll make it work. Yeah, here's my credit card. Buy it. But you know, there's um, you're absolutely right, Dimitri, because um, uh, when I read a lot of the blogs and forums, most of them who snipe him, they snipe him at duty freeze. They're traveling somewhere. And they're like, right. oh, they had one, and they go, do you want it? You're like, yeah. Or this one just got returned and they give it a, like a little bit discount. Like, yeah, I'll take it Done immediately, right? And of course. Size it and like go and duty free, whatever. Yeah. Even if you don't like it, sell it right? like two days later for double the price. It's just <laughs> or like the guy told us, it's, it's free money. People cancel their trip to come get their Daytona and you go, yeah, you cancel your trip. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, just to add one thing, uh, as you were talking about the Speak Marine watch, I was looking at the close-ups and there's a close-up close up of a dial showing the Rhino. Yeah. It's it's really highly detailed. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's yeah, really, yeah. really impressive. It's very, very impressive. Work of art. Piece. It's a yeah. work it is, of art. It is it's exactly, part of our collection. Exactly so I went a little bit with that. That's why I went to Cabriolet. I didn't go with the full-out sports car that would rip your face off. And prob a little bit, I'll be honest, I was persuaded because I'm sure one of you did. <laughs> so I was like, uh, I know Carl's going to go Speed Demon or Dimitri. So I was like, I'm going to go scale it back and we'll yeah. see a little bit later. So why don't we take a, who wants to go next? How about Dimitri? Yeah. Yeah. I, first? I, I, I should probably go second because I'm imagining Carl is going to give the best one. So I don't want to follow his. Always. <laughs> <laughs> the pressure is on. So Dimitri, why don't you take us through this Yeah, one? it's easier to follow mine. So um, I'm going to I'm gonna go into the... Um, I'm gonna start with the colors, and I, I think yep. I've shared it with you. I've shared the file with you guys. For my pick, I'm just—I didn't take the roaster. I took the, the hard top, the hard top uh, uh, vantage. I'll start with the color. So I chose Pentland Green, which is like a metallic, glossy, dark, did you share very, the very. Did you share the document? I did. I did send it okay. to yep. you guys on uh, WhatsApp. Shout on me before. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like a, it's like it a backfire. Uh, I was hoping he did it. <laughs> uh, it's ahead, like sorry. a super, super dark uh, green, very mm -hmm. like very, very dark, glossy, 
Uh, I, I left the the front grill the way it was because I kind of like the way it looks. Yeah, I, so I, it's I the van grilled. The van the van grilled. Uh, I like it more because I think if the other version is it, it takes too much attention. Mm-hmm. This one is a bit more subtle. And I went with like the McLaren like light orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so break, break breaking calipers. pads. Yeah, breaking calipers. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I like else? The green, huh? The green. It's a, it's, it's cool. I don't know why, but for some reason, I always had this mental association uh, with the Aston Martin to have like, like a dark green Aston Martin. I don't British know why. racing green. It's not. I don't know if it's British. No, I have that color. Me. No, but that's okay. literally a color, right? British racing green. Yeah, so but you're like, yeah. yeah, a, yeah. I, I, I changed the water stuff, but I, am, I try to make it as subtle as, as possible. But instead of like going for let's say just the the glossy black finish, I usually I replace a lot of parts with carbon fiber. Yes. Uh, you know, because I got to go fast. I got to go fast. Um, didn't do much uh, under the bonnet. And I have to say bonnet because we're talking about English cars. <laughs> um, the uh, other notable thing, I think, is that interior, I decided to go to the Alcantara. Yep. And uh, the reason why I, I went with it is I've heard that that were before a lot of times. And I've seen cars before. And mm-hmm. that usually they put them in expensive yes, cars. Yes, it, it is expensive. Uh, and I've looked up into this. Alcantara is this artificial material that kind of resembles suede a bit uh, yep. to, to how it feels. But it's a lot more rugged. Uh, it, it's versatile in the sense that it, it's more a stain resistance. Uh, it feels very comfortable. Yep. And it's also a fire retardant. Mm-hmm. So they actually use uh, the Alcantara for seats in F1 cars. I think we have to call them like mentally challenged. I don't think you can call them retarded. <laughs> fire <laughs> mentally challenger? There you go. <laughs> fire, <laughs> challenged. <laughs> fire challenged. Fire challenge. Challenges the fire. Okay. So that is, uh, that is, that is I think, the only, the, the only standout part. So I kind of went with the car without too much, too many colors. Mm-hmm. Just a very, I, I thought like, you know, if I have an Aston Martin, I would not probably try to make it look I don't know. The green, I thought the, the the different color calipers, I think, is a good choice. Yep. Uh, I didn't want to make it be too bright for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like, if we were maybe talking about like a Ferrari Lamborghini, I probably went like crazy, right? Yellow. Because those are, because those cars. Ferrari look, has to be red to me. Yeah. Right. Or the Lamborghini, Lamborghini. Or yellow? I think Lambos can be yellow. Lambos can be yellow. Yeah. Lambos are green. What, uh, Lambos are green, yeah? I I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I see it, a Lambo I think it's the only either car you yellow. You can own and say, oh, I have, a, I have a Lambo. It's like, you have a yellow car. It's like, if it's a Lambo. Yeah. So the thing is, if you like have any crazy exotics, the rule of thumb is it needs to be a Skittles color. The what? Skittles. A Skittles color? <laughs> yeah, like okay. purple, yellow, or rainbow, red, brown. Rainbow, right? The brown. brown Skittles? Gray, dark gray, <laughs> it's darker like a plum, gray. Right? A plum, yeah, yeah. Mm. Asphalt gray, uh, concrete gray, <laughs> prison gray. It's <laughs> a Russian sports cars. <laughs> gray number two. <laughs> gray two. Okay, so, uh, and you Kinda know what? Gray. You know, just uh, for practicality, I decided to go with a little bit of an umbrella holder uh, convenience package mm-hmm. in the car. Yeah. Kind of fancy like that. Because sure. I need to protect the watch that I'm going to be wearing if it rains, right? Yeah. Because the one that I have now? is yeah, not... Mm. It's not really water resistant. Yeah, something I, I just want to note for your uh, uh, vantage that I really like. You went with the two-tone wheels. So uh, dark black and chrome, and you yep. kept the chrome accent f- between the door and the roof. Yeah, with the carbon roof. Very, very, very stylish. It's very. Uh, so you went with like a two tone um, finish uh, over your your color. That's really nice. I guess he saw there were some advantages to it. <laughs> Just the one <laughs> advantage. <laughs> Girl, <'cause laughs> um, I, I denied that joke. <laughs> <laughs> and interior, pretty much everything in the in, in, in inside is black, and uh, the the pieces mm. that I could replace with carbon fire, I did. Yeah. Uh, because uh, and the reason why I did that is because if you go with like the standard plastic, I usually don't like the way the plastic feels, so I'm kind of hoping that the carbon fiber will feel nicer uh, mm. as a as a finish. Yeah. So that's it. And you know what? I'm gonna switch to the watch. Uh, yes. 
the 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 umbrella is very useful because I have to protect my uh, watch that I picked because that watch is very expensive <laughs> and not waterproof <laughs> and really not waterproof. So. <laughs> Speedmaster. What I went with, <laughs> <laughs> what I went with is the uh, the Patek Philippe fifty one seventy two G. Of course he did. Well, if somebody buys uh, an Aston Martin Vantage, well, who is like upwards like almost three hundred thousand dollars, right? Yeah, and with the option, you should you probably took, be able to afford a Patek Philippe. Yeah, the umbrella option. How much is that? Well, just the carbon, just the much. carbon bits inside the car is probably like ten thousand dollars. Okay. <laughs> reasonable. Really reasonable. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a good spend. Yeah, but you know... You Price know, of a new Rolex. Yeah, but you know, we're like, we're not that, that type of customer because on the Aston Martin website, they don't give you pricing. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> they request a price. You don't need to... I mean, if you buy an Aston Martin, you don't no, know, it's okay. care what the price is. Yeah. Do you look at the prices when you go to like buy eggs at a grocery store? Probably not. <laughs> Like, no, do you care? I just looked at their yeah. not cracked. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's it. So, yeah, that's, you, it. that's what I do when I buy my Aston Martin. I make sure it's not cracked. <laughs> exactly. And the expiration date is still like at least two months. Uh, exactly. Uh, so, so your Patek. My Patek. Yes. So I went with the the reasoning why I chose the Patek. I thought, you know what? This is like the uh, like an ultimate racing car. Let's say like mm-hmm. uh, this is this is not a, a show off car. This is like a race, a proper racing car. That's how I kind of always perceive Aston Martin. And I was like, I, I need to have a racing chronograph. But I'm like, but I, but also because I, I tried to match the chronograph with something that has a lot of class, like Aston Martin as the brand itself, yeah, and a company for, that produces watches that has mm. a lot of history and class. And, and when you're inside like a building, people need to know you have a lot of money as well. <laughs> because yeah, when course. you're driving that car, people know. But like when you're walking outside of that exactly. car, exactly, exactly, <laughs> good point. So, so, but but the the reason why I went with the Patek, and I, I was looking at I was looking at tag. I just honestly didn't like anything. I didn't want to take a Speedmaster. I was thinking of going the Bond way and getting an Omega. Yeah, but could but have, could have been good. Could have been a good. Seamaster with the venue, but, yeah, work but I wanted to talk about. We haven't actually had an episode. We haven't talked about the big three, and that's why maybe it's, it's a so, good idea to so. do one of the future episodes. Uh, Patek, in general, like why is it considered to be one of the big three? Right, the company itself. So the watch that I picked is the fifty one seventy two G. It's the new version of the fifty one seventy chronograph we've had. It's super classic. Uh, what I would say about this, what makes it like just just if I did use the specs, you'll understand. The caliber is called CH29535 PS, small seconds. So um, this chronograph is 41 millimeters and 11.45 millimeters height for a chronograph, which is quite thin, right? But the other thing about it is that this mechanism itself is a high beat, 4 hertz. Well, no, it's not high beat, but it's higher beat than, uh, let's say, a Speedmaster. So it's 4 hertz. And it's it has sixty five hours of water of, of power reserve. Yeah, it's a, it's so, a column wheel horizontal clutch. So manual. how oh, this is clutch. in terms of like the chronograph mechanism, it's probably one of the best ones you can find mm-hmm. because it's the most compact, at least for sure. I've seen in a like a chronograph. Um, and um, gear shape pushers. <laughs> the one, uh, the one, another thing is that Why? they because mark <laughs> they mark their watches with the Patek Philippe seal, yeah. and I wanted to talk a bit about it because we talked recently, well, in the previous episodes about the Vacheron Constantin. They have the the hallmark of Geneva, mm-hmm. which is like a quality control that they apply to their watches, right? And they stamp it on the back of the movement to kind of, and that quality control is of recently applies to all aspects of the watch, right? So the Patek Philippe seal is kind of like that 2.0 almost. A seal of approval. <sighs> you just know the pictures of a seal doing a thumbs up. <laughs> yes. So so they, um, so they, the Patek Philippe, basically, it's a similar kind of approach where they created their own 
quality metric that they apply mm -hmm. to their watches, that quality metric applies right. to uh, all of its mechanical timepieces, regardless of their complexity. And it applies to basically the movement, the case, and every single exterior component, like the dial, hands, pushers, uh, yeah. uh, bracelet, and clasp, and everything. Every single piece it's like of cover. Ro Rolex is the same, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's the same level. No, but Rolex does it with their movement. They do like they have their like superlative chronograph, right. superlative chronometer, but that, blah but blah blah. But, no, but that's a precision certification. Yeah, yeah no, like no, no, but it's finish. their own certification. Right. Is what I mean, yeah. Yes. And I know what you mean by this: the hallmark seal for Patek, and, the Patek Philippe seal. And the Patek Philippe seal, the seal also yeah. covers the precision of the movement, which right. is minus three plus two seconds per day, which is yeah. better than Meta's yeah, or yeah, cost, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it makes sense because you pay a lot for the watch. So, um, the uh, the the finishing of the watch is meeting this requirement. It's it's a, it's a kind of like a proprietary uh, Patek Philippe um, uh, seal kind of they developed in house. But to make it to make it to make it let's say comparable, they made all of the specs that they all of the checklists that they go through. They make it public, mm. right? So it's not like hey, we just invented the Patek Philippe seal and we just stamp mm. it on our watches. So they have their own like quality control certification. If like I don't know. You build a watch, and it it's better than all their quality control certification. Can you go to Patek? I was like, I would like your seal on my watch, <laughs> but they're not gonna give it, right? So you yeah, have, you have to create your own after that because they're not. That's a, better than them. It's a standardization. It's their quality control process. It's not a, a standardization process. It's not like the cost, I know, right? I know. I, I know. Just, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the thing, right? So every watch brand could technically have their own seal. Yeah, but approval, it, right? Yeah, but it's what they're showing is that it's like. Our seal says this. Our, yeah, our certification is better than everyone else because we're. Well, that certification is just uh, no the the standards we set ourselves. Mm. So Dimitri just said he goes we 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 put it through this rigor and we expect what was the tolerance? My, uh, plus minus three plus two seconds per yeah, day. So, so they go, which yeah. is crazy. Look at five seconds overall, right? So. Well, there's the Longines VHP. That's <laughs> no, but that's it. Yeah, and they'll say this is what we tolerate, and, yeah. and we stand for, by. For a mechanical right? watch, I know. Maybe a spring drive was only better, right? Really. But even then, it's a hybrid, right? Right. It's not a, yeah. Not the same. Um, but if you get more thirty-six thousand vibrations an hour, right? You can see the the, the tolerances there. There, but uh, yeah, but there's nothing better than quartz that way. Yeah. Uh, the 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 quality of the seal that they apply also covers the service for the watch for the entire lifetime. Yeah. Uh, it uh, guarantees maintenance, repairs, and restoration of all watches. Mm -hmm. And it's nice to see that you picked uh, something that wasn't uh, a Nautilus or uh, you know. Because I, I, I really like I, I really like the Patek uh, chronograph. And one more thing I was going to add is uh, Patek it also has like a very um, let's say developed in-house restoration department, yep. which is cool because if you have like a Patek from like a hundred years ago, you can bring it there. It will cost you a lot of money. But they have all of the they have all of the drawings for all of the mechanisms historically that they've produced, all mm -hmm. the watches, and they will have a professional basically like disassemble your watch, like polish every single piece mm. and then put it back together and give it to you as new. And you can get like a hundred year old watch that looks brand new. Mm. It's gonna cost you a lot of money. Yeah, but it's, it's a service. It's, they a, offer. it's a service that they offer, and it's Insane. it's amazing. No, it, it, it is nice. So and maybe that 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 can link to a lot of people say, well, you take Speak Marine, like I just mentioned. Or you take these high-level or very high horology boutique brands, Urban Jurgensen, F.P. Journe. Although he's starting to get a lot more ground, I think, well, why wouldn't I? Why would I go with a main big house like that? Because Patek can offer that, and they mm -hmm. can offer you, like you just said, the scenario yep. of 
yeah, we can give you a hundred year old watch. Yeah, and it's going to be working. Bring it perfectly. back to new. Yeah. Though at Bejul may not be around, you know, he's going to die eventually, yeah. And, yeah. and that's it. And one last thing I'll mention about Patek before we switch to Carl. Mm-hmm. What I really like, and that's just like I've seen a commercial they did for Patek, and I really like their slogan. So you never really own a Patek. You just hold on to it, right? Yeah. You never really own a Patek. You simply... Patek owns you. <laughs> Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> guys, I hate you so much. <laughs> Let me say the sentence. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> say it. Oh, thanks. So, uh, basically, the, the slogan is, you never really own a Patek. You simply take care of it for the next generation, which is uh, fantastic, I find. Yeah. Like, it's... it's it's. There's so much version. substance in that statement, right? Yeah. And there's a lot of... Like it's it's a lot of let's say, um, uh, a lot of pride and also a lot of like uh, brave not bravery the word I'm looking for is kind of like you, yeah you have you have the balls to kind of make that statement right because you it implies it's that, audacious, yeah. it implies that your watches last outlast everybody which is excellent Anyways, audacious yeah. mm-hmm. that's it nice nice bearing I, I like the overall idea of why. <laughs> 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 why do you have this? <laughs> like a thousand copies in my bag of this. A thou- okay. First of all, why do you, I was going to say, why do you have one? But why do you have a thousand? So, given sprint, printing memes on No, no, no that's right. It's not a meme. How old are you? You're printing memes on, <laughs> on paper? <laughs> hey, guys, look at this meme. You, look, you can just show it on, our, on your phone. You don't have to print phone? it. What? <laughs> my flip phone? <laughs> what? What, is this, what is this rectangle this in the corner of the room? Um, so, I'm pretty sure you have my configuration as well. So quickly, my vantage, um, almost the same color as Dimitri, right? We I just went a different route than you guys. Like, uh, uh, Kevin, you went with the GT route. You went with something that uh, was pleasing to you. <laughs> <laughs> you pleases were there. Me. You it, were there. <laughs> it pleases me. Uh, so earlier, you're talking about British Racing Green. So I went with the Q department. So Q department with Aston Martin is the department of customization. So you can just have these standard colors. That's some James Bond shit right there, right? It, it exactly what they don't need. What did that. you say to me? <laughs> Q department. Um, and on the website, they give you some colors. But when you go to the Q department, you can create your own colors with them as well. And you can even pay extra. So you're the only one who ever will be able to have that painted. You can pay extra? Sign me up. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So okay. they give you some example on the website. And I went with one of their example. It's called the AM Heritage Green. AM for Aston Martin. So it's their take on the British Racing Green. Uh, because British Martin. Racing Green is yeah. owned by another brand. I don't remember who. <clears throat> so like, can you call it that? So it's a similar green that you, Dima. It's just a little bit more flat. Less uh, metallic. Okay. Right? A uh, big difference I went with that you... Guys, both went with the veined um, uh, grill. I went with the uh, mesh grill. So it's based from the AMR program. So it's Aston Martin Racing. So it's a lot. It's a lot. There's a lot, like an edge to the um, the grill. That's a technically for uh, catching more hair for the radiator. Doesn't make any difference for the. Uh, he said, he said air, guys, not hair. Yeah, exactly. Air. You're not supposed yeah. to catch hair. Air. <laughs> um, I met the same wheels as uh, Dimitri. Just I just didn't went with the two tone. I went to full black. So matte black. And I went with the yellow calipers, uh, just to indent like uh, AMR, uh, uh, they're yellow and green. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. If you look at the F1 this year, they're uh, like the, um, they call it watermelon, right? They're uh, pink and um, and green. The only yeah. reason they went with pink is because of their sponsors. They're supposed to be yellow, 
but the sponsor signed in really late, so they replaced yeah. all the yellow with the pink. Um, I went with manual transmission as well. I want to. I roll. also did with the. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. I want to roll my own gears, and a big thing is you were saying earlier it's a German, it's a Mercedes Benz. Yes. Powertrain. If you go with the automatic, it's pretty much you're having the same thing as an AMG GT from Benz, mm -hmm. but the only way in the world that you can have that engine with the manual transmission is with this car. Right. So, Aston Martin built that old transmission just for that engine for that car Interesting. so it's really having a unique experience for that setup so you got unique paint unique experience and setup say unique <laughs> one more. unique unique uh, i didn't went with any carbon beside the uh, mirror caps yeah why um because exterior carbon is really expensive like if you go with the diffuser and the front lip it could be like twenty thousand dollars easily, right? Yeah. Right, and those things I don't really see them when I'm inside the car. You don't save any weight. It's just really just for style and showing people that you have money. So the mirror caps are reason I went with um, the carbon is because normally you want to hide the mirror caps. No cars are built for mirror caps. When you do a design study, there's no mirrors on them. It's really a, a there because of laws, right? Right. So you normally you want to put them a darker tone than the rest of the car, so it kind of fade away. You don't really see them when you look at the car. And it's either I was going to be the flat black, but there's the option for carbon. So I went with carbon, not flat black for that section of the car. Um, I went with a dark brown interior, like almost chocolate, right? Um, because the classic color scheme is green over tan. So you have a tan interior. The tan that Aston Martin offers are really not interesting to me at all. So I went with a darker chocolate. Uh, those dark colors really fit well with dark greens and dark blues. It's in the dark green, the British racing green. Um, I just think it fit well. I went all with the finishes inside of the car and carbon because like Dima was saying earlier, sometimes plastic is a hit or miss and carbon is always a nice finish. When you're inside the car, at least you pay the like the premium for carbon to look at it, right? To feel it, to it's next right next to you. So that was the reason I went with the um, carbon finishes on this one. I went with the uh, umbrella holder and like all the... Um, all, Is it all because your watch also has no water resistance? <laughs> um, well, a little bit. <laughs> um, no, just because I was like all the extras, I was like, those. that could be a nice uh, weekend car. And I even went with the uh, matching um, uh, luggage. Because you can have the luggage uh, finish in oh, the yeah. same colors as your interior. So they use the same letter pretty much. And they build, you can have a, a four set uh, or a seven uh, set piece of luggage. When it's a seven set, it's because you don't have a um, passenger. The other set is for your suit. You hi, uh, put it on your um, uh, left seat, and so, uh, right seat and stuff like that. Yeah. So I would just the four set luggage. That's pretty nice. But it's the same brown as the rest of the car. And they're fitted for the, the trunk as well. And... Only thing with the um, Vantage, the umbrella is in the trunk. So if it's raining, you need to oh, you leave the car. Oh, yeah. It's not, this is the not the Rolls Royce where no, you it's in the No, door. no, no. So it's in the trunk. When you open the trunk, it's like on top, like with like leather uh, straps. Okay, that's a bit it. of a letdown. Yeah, yeah. I, I looked into it. I was curious. And uh, yeah, it's it's there. And I didn't check that part, but it's it's interesting because yeah. I, I expected kind of like the Rolls Royce experience where it's in the door. Yeah, no, no. Not with those doors. I wish. And I was looking on um, on some forums and you can even pay extra. It's not on a website, but with the Q program to have the umbrella match your color scheme and or your interior <laughs> just there's so many ways to spend more money yes yes well they're right there to take your money away from you yeah. that's their job <laughs> so yeah. you, you want to do it we'll make it yeah, uh, yeah. as long as you the, give us thousands and thousands of dollars <laughs> billions and billions so with, with that whole car i went really a classic route i went with something that was um as british as it, uh, as it can get with some subtle notes to the amr program that's the aston martin racing program and i went i wanted a watch that could have matched the um, 
classicness of the uh, Vantage. So yeah. I went with the mm -hmm. uh, Tagore Carrera, the green special edition. Um, so it's 39 millimeters. It's the uh, Carrera uh, order. So it's as in my head, it's like what a tag should look like. And it's a limited edition and it's green. So it kind of fit with the car as well. Green is big. That's the one that came out this year, right? Yep. Yeah, that's the new tag horror that came out this year. Is it the one that has like the, the aluminum? No, there's no. Oh, this is, the, this is the. Okay. I see. Yeah. And it's the only. It's the one uh, that came out with the Monaco as well that was green, right? They yeah. just sold out immediately. Yeah. There are only 500 units of that watch. And uh, it's the only uh, with the Montreal 160th anniversary edition. Yeah. It's the only one that's 39 millimeters in the tag lineup right now. So right. it's a classic size. Um, uh, the reference is super long. I'm not going to say it. Uh, but it's 80 hour per reserve. It's the hour 02 caliber. It's 39 millimeters and it's 10 um, ATM for the so water. For people know that the 02 caliber is very important to tag because it's their in-house chronograph movement. Mm -hmm. And it's something yep. that... Uh, that they've been putting into their new Monaco. And a lot of people are like, oh, I don't like the new Monaco. It's not true to the caliber 11, but that movement is very important. When you can start doing in-house movement like that, it's a really, mm -hmm. and it's a good movement. It's yep, really, yep. Yeah, and it's open case back, so they're really proud of it. Yep. And the rotor looks like a, a wheel from a car and it's matte black. So ah. the rotor is fitting my wheels. There you go. Right? So it was like, I match you like it. tag, don't you? There's, I, you talked about tag a few times in the I like podcast. Tag and, like tag. I, I like tag and the heritage of racing. Right, but the tags I want, the Hoyers, you mean that you? Yeah, like, the Hoyers right? I want are limited editions. Like the, like yeah. I don't find any of their standard lineups. Um, I don't like any not of even them. like the Octavia, not even my Monaco. The new ones. Well, uh, Monaco is nice, but I'm not big on uh, like a squarish watch, right? Yeah, yeah, like okay. uh, no, qu fine, square corners. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Like I would like the um, this one, this green special edition, yeah. or the uh, Montreal 160th anniversary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're both limited edition, and they're both ten thousand dollars. Yeah. So it's. I was like, do you want to spend ten thousand dollars on? That was limited. That was my favorite. Yeah, the, the vintage CS thirty one eleven. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it was like classic car, like classic way of building a car. I was like classic watch, like classic chronograph. Right. It's a sports car. To be honest, like I'm not a biggest fan of tag, mm. but I love my Hoyer Monaco. Yeah. You know, but yeah. it stands. It's just it's not a yeah. tag. It's so a I like the tags that say Hoyer on it. Yeah. yeah. Hoyer Octavia. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So so. Yeah, I, I think that's that was my my, my pairing, and um, like the other car episode, my pairing was even color match. Wow, good for you! Wow, good for you! Okay, all right. So let's keep going. Our second shared vehicle, of course, picked by Carl once again, was the Mercedes Terrain vehicle, also known as the Galanda wagon, the G wagon, the G spot. Dimitri's never explored that area. I don't even know <laughs> what that means. Google Maps. No, Google, Yahoo Maps. Is it Google Maps? Map Quest. Do I have to get a Opus Pass? Opus Pass Yahoo, is like a bus Yahoo. pass in Montreal. Yahoo. Yahoo. I'm gonna ask my friend Jeeves. Manufactured, <laughs> manufactured by Magnia Steer, subsidiary to a Canadian car com tech company, whom due to the fact that they work on contract, yep. that they're not they're not an auto brand. So th they also manufacture the BMW 5 Series, the new Supra, the old Mercedes SLS, mm -hmm. the new Jag, I&E lines, and many more. So of course, these G's wagons are sold by Mercedes-Benz since 2018. Uh, this is peak luxury SUVs we're talking about here. So started its conception in 73, originating from a great idea from the Shah of Iran, Mohammed Reza, Reza, and made available Represent. to the public in 79, immediately known around the world since its uh, conception, as the Pope was seen in one. In 83, Jackie X used it in the Dakar Rally race and won. So that's a, a grueling race, offering the most performing capabilities combined with luxury. It ranged from 72 to 156 brake horsepower back then. 
So it's something for everybody. Imbalance between performance, luxury, cabriolet, short wheelbase, long wheelbase, station wagons. In 89, they took a big jump in the growth of technology and evolution. In 93, they introduced the eight-cylinder. That was at 20 years in. In 99, the MG model was introduced, G55. Now 40 years into it, at 2019, it's the longest run for Mercedes for a passenger car model series. Legend. So I will start us off on this one again, and we can go around. Are you guys okay with that? Yes. Yeah. So there's the two base model, the two models that you can jump in. You have the G550 SUV and the Mercedes AMG G63 SUV to start off with. I did not go with the AMG. It's very interesting. Why? To hear because why. you guys all would have gone with that tw- with the with the handcrafted AMG engine. Wow! <laughs> wow! Okay, that's a lot of judgment right there. Did you go with the AMG? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so the one I picked starts off at $155,000. We're looking at 5.9 seconds of acceleration from 0 to 60, 416 horsepower, 450 pounds of torque. What's crazy is that these statistics are underwhelming compared to what we just looked at the Aston market for a <laughs> truck. <laughs> Especially where I saw the pounds of torque. This truck yeah. is insane. I know it's insane. Yeah. I know because you you guys took the, the G63 AMG. is just it's it's the the, the performance that it has. Yeah, there's 627 pounds of torque. You could tow a fucking house, yep. but so could that Aston Martin at 500 pounds of torque. Yeah, but, yeah but like Perfect. Aston Martin is licensing those engines from Benz, right? So yeah. Benz will never give them the full power. Can you actually power. buy an Aston Martin with a tow extension so you can actually attach a trailer? I don't think not, you can. Not that vantage, no. Probably not. Because it's not a thing. Right? But it could. But the, the new DBX from Aston it's Martin like, is like, pretty much is it's the same engine again, right? So yeah. on that DBX, you can. DB11 too. Yeah. The um, Even the fucking Cadillac CTSV is something like 500 pounds of torque that they could tow a house. It could drive up a house, right? Yeah. Fuck. So anyway, the, the, I went with the G550, the SUV. I'm looking at the... Um, I went with the sports package in it, so it was an AMG line styling. I didn't want to go with the, the AMG because you guys had picked it, but I also want to do a little bit more subdued. Again, something that might be a little bit more attainable to some. You're looking at 155K Canadian, so you're looking at 120K. Yeah, if you can get it. <laughs> if you can get it, but that's, a, that's not what we're talking about. No, no, no. But the thing is, don't um, uh, uh, worry, I think, from the 550 to the 63, same engine. Yep. It's, it's detuned version, right? Detuned version, yeah. So there's two things that coming from that detune that's really nice. It's, you know, it can handle way more in power. So it's going to be a, a last longing engine, right? It's yep. going to last for a really long time without any problems. And it's way cheaper to maintain. Yeah. Like two, threefold cheaper. Just yep. because it's not an AMG product, right? Yeah. So uh, uh, just th- those two things make a lot of sense if it's your daily driver. Right, people buying sure. G63s money to show show off. Like people who buy G550, it's way cheaper in general to maintain to yeah. everything versus the G63. And if it's your daily driver, it makes just a lot more sense. And I kind of went with it as my daily driver. I thought the Aston Martin was my ridiculously expensive car, weekend right? car, right? Sunday weekend car, driving. or less practical, so to speak. Right. I would take this as a, as a as a daily driver any day. So I it's went nice. with something. I'm sure, a little I'm sure most people would agree that they would like to have this as a daily driver. Yeah. <laughs> But I went with a little bit. I went with the with the the um, the night package. Yeah, um, so all the trims in black. Exactly the trims in back. You're looking at some 20 inch wheels. You're looking at the AMG line exterior, brake calipers with Mercedes Benz lettering, uh, the outer protective strips, the front grille and chrome elements, AMG floor mats, and a sports exhaust system. So it was a, about seven thousand dollars more. I had a couple little pieces there, the extended matte black. You can get some brush guards. And I would get brush guards over the matte guards. They're over, sorry, over the chrome brush guards. Yep. 
Do you want with the full on over, over the light or just the one that's out for the bumper? I went with the full on over the light. Okay. I want to get a little bit of that light, that that look there. I yep. liked it. That like uh, I'm gonna I can hit a deer sort of thing, and I would take it as a daily driver. And it's actually one that I think that uh, I can beat my wife. <laughs> <laughs> walls versus but so it's like her sister drives a 1993 toyota land cruiser yep and that thing weighs like a son of a bitch and i swear she's like i i, I got it i got into a fender better I, I was like is the other person okay because you just rip <laughs> off those cars yeah. those bumpers are so huge but this this truck and um and dimitri was saying off the thing is just like his favorite truck it, it, it absolutely is one of my favorites and and um I think it does such a good job of taking like that that military style you know, style a, rustic thing, and then they the really shape is timeless. Fucking class it it's up, a, the timeless know? classic shape that yeah. they're doing a really good job never to change. Exactly, mm -hmm. just to maybe enhance a little bit. Do whatever you want inside to make sure it's like the most latest version of like the tech, right? Right. But the yeah. outdoor, the outside, it's like it's the same. Yeah, but it's. <laughs> Right now we're talking about the 2021 version that came out in 2018, 19. Yeah. Uh, before that, the car, the truck was so much the same that like you could buy one from '73, and <laughs> all the parts from a 2017 on the and exterior would like fit. The, it's like the, it's, so, yeah, it's like the Katsi, right? <laughs> you know, they got it right on the first try. Mm, very, it, interesting point you just made because uh, I was looking potentially like maybe I'll buy it at some point, right? But I'm not going to buy a brand new, obviously. Mm -hmm. I'll buy like a 10, 15 year old one. Yeah. You can get it for maybe 50 grand, let's say. But then you can actually go in and replace all the parts interior mm -hmm. and make the dash and the, the system all be like from yep. the 2021, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But the car outside, it looks exactly the same. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> the big problem with those G-Wagons, it's the insurance pre, uh, is a, as a premium because the not the new version that's 2018 and up. Like from 73 to 2018, it was a military vehicle built like for the road, right? So all the exterior parts are removable from the exterior. You can, yeah. they're like... the there's screws around the lights, so, so you, you can just go, go and park unscrew. it outside. So big problems with like old, Jeep, right? Big problems with G wagon is people will thieve things, right? Exactly because they have older models and there's park a in your huge garage. aftermarket for all those newer parts. So if you have a, a newer one and you're parking in the street, you might come out of the restaurants and no lights on it because it will just everything is it. yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I mean, I don't think it's gonna sense. happen at the restaurant, but like it make uh, it makes sense that you don't park mm -hmm. it in the street. But who, like if you want a G wagon, you probably park if it in you have a quarter million dollar for a truck, you have inside parking yeah 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 <laughs> but at the end of the day so i guess it's just a really elevated expensive version of you know because you look at jeep it's it's similar to them in the, in the following sentence like when i, I was reading the history of the g-wagon yep. it's the same in terms of jeep like the following the cult following for jeep mm -hmm. like the way the people follow this wagon the way it was built the reason it was built the way it kind of has evolved so the way it's so uh, um, rugged in terms yep. of like I can go and take off pieces and you put in jobber mm -hmm. parts. That's like it's like the a very expensive version of the, S of the same cheap. recipe, different ingredients. No, exactly. That's what I mean. The yeah. same recipes, but the outcome still comes out the same in terms of like you get a cult following, you get this rugged military thing that allows you to mm. to drive around. Even though I I do like the Jeep a lot, but yeah. I think I would still just get a Grand Cherokee <laughs> yeah. over there. Yeah, they're both hamburgers. Just I like the old Cherokee, like the classic old Cherokee, is also a fantastic looking. Like car. the wagon again, there. because yeah. I like that it's rugged, also yeah, rugged and square, yeah. Mm. Yeah, boxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the old Land Cruisers are also amazing. I'm now. still much when more inclined patrol. to look at Range Rover over the Galando wagon. So but this was picked by 
by Carl. I don't know. He's, he's you know, I, trying I picked to get cars to that was a lot of different lot of variant for configuration. Yeah, yeah. So we can discuss why we build them that way. So what's your watch? Moving yeah. along, I went with an IWC. And I was like, you know what? If I'm just going to, if I have to get somebody that's an everyday driver, but I want to really just go out there and really have a good time um, and not worry about my watch, I went with a big pilot, but not this big pilot everyone's thinking of. I went with the big pilot watch shock absorber xpl why that one i'm why curious yeah because it, it doesn't it, to me, it, it doesn't match the subtlety of the of the not G, the subtlety the you're absolutely right but this watch is based on the fact that it's trying to operate under you know extreme conditions surrounded by sharp metallic objects and this watch is made to, this, sorry this truck is really made to go off-roading i was like you know what even if i don't get the amg package this truck can equally do off-roading as the amg the amg gives you more power probably an acceleration, but in terms of how it crawls through an all-terrain vehicle, it has the same amount. So I said, what is the most rugged watch that I can get to go through um, an, um, an all-terrain experience? So I thought that the big pilot shock absorber was the one that I, I would go for, even though I don't have a plane. I'm not going to be able to hit the number of uh, G-forces that this watch is supposed to be able to absorb. The reference, the IW357201, uh, it, it has a patented spring G-protect system. Uh, so just it, it ensures that, that through any of these G-forces, I will be okay. So if I flip this car over, I'll actually be okay, Dimitri. No, no, I won't be okay. The watch will. The watch will. So you're looking so you at this caliber the next 32115 for this watch, which is a custom lightweight construction. And you know, it's limited to 10 pieces. But the one thing about this watch that is also very cool, regardless of its specs, it's a fucking cool looking watch. It is. And looking at the Galanda wagon, I also cool. think it looks cool. It is very cool. The look. And I'm normally not a person who's all about form, but I was like, fuck yeah, this looks good with a black Galanda it, it, wagon. It's very interesting. <laughs> you picked the IWC, which is the most German-Swiss brand. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, I When I saw it. your pick, unfortunately, I kind of wanted to also pick the IWC Big Pilot. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm yeah. like, you know what? I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to take something else. Two things about IWC. They're the watch company who's sponsoring the Mercedes-Benz yes, F1 team yes. as well. That yes. is. Uh, and the... Um, Golden like frame on the yeah. big palette XPL is really similar to the square of the headlights of the G Wagon. That's right. I think I Lewis Hamilton is developing a custom big pilot Probably. right now Probably. with the IWC. Probably. Uh, I would have picked. I would have picked a, a like a standard IWC big pilot or the forty three. I want to go fun. Came out. I was like, yeah. I'm off roading. Yeah. I'm going with something that no well, one. Well, you has. know me. I the go shock with the shock absorber is insane. It's for pilots, and I was like, you know what? Let's go for something different. You know what? It's, it's a good choice. It's at the fun it's a, choice. It's a very cool least. watch. Yeah, very very fun. So yeah. if I had a Joker, I know we have a Joker car coming up. This might have been my Joker watch. Yeah. Because like why? Yeah. But I'm like, I think it's it has the fun um, stats behind it in terms of the specs for the G forces. But I also think it's a fun pick. That's what the most of my picks. So anyway, that's, those are my two picks. Hey guys, that was part one. A long one. We talked a lot. So come back next week. We'll have tensions about being immortal, talking about organs, transplant, and the last uh, choice of everyone, the Joker. So uh, see you next week.